We're back to the Neil Haley show. And, you know, thinking about a title of a movie, SOS, uh, sacrifice, I mean, survive or sacrifice. That's what we've done in this pandemic. We either are going to survive or we're going to sacrifice sure. in so many ways. I'm excited to welcome the program actor, Zach Rose. Zach, how are you? And don't you agree with me? That title is perfect for the pandemic. Yeah, I could have used that a couple of years ago just for preparation. Exactly. And if you saw yourself in your pictures and to now, how has the pandemic been treating you? <laughs> you know, because I saw your well, pictures of the heartthrob to, okay, I'm a, maybe, maybe you're going for a new look for acting, but you have a great look either way. But you look like two different people. You could go and hide. Zach, you yeah. could end up you could end up going missing persons and, and take on a different role compared to your picture on your that uh I see that uh your your team sent me. So Yeah, you know, if the acting thing doesn't work out, I can always rob banks and just grow my hair out and I'd be good <laughs> to go. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So no, tell me how a... acting started. How did acting start for you? How old were you when you started? Um, I think I was about 10 or 11, the OJ Simpson trial was going on and I don't remember what inspired me, but I wrote a play about the OJ Simpson trial, kind of my own version. And, uh, so I, you know, I directed it, I wrote it, I casted it and my drama teacher let me, uh, you know, showcase it at the school. And of course I casted myself as one of the leads, you know, if you can do that, you know, take the, you know, the opportunity. And uh, so I played uh, Robert Shapiro wow. and uh, it basically culminated in me putting one of OJ's best friends on the stand and like, you know, having a kind of a few good men kind of a scene where I get him to confess to, to doing the crime himself. So it was a lot of fun. And then uh, kind of got the bug at, at that point. What a great school. Uh, you want to be able to have an opportunity to do that. That's a controversial topic. Back to the story. So 12 years old, then, then when you did that, you said, is acting your thing? Is that when you made the decision that you want to do acting full time? Yeah, I caught the bug, you know? I, I, yeah, absolutely. I just, um, well, I caught the writing bug really, you know, uh, above anything else to, uh, you know, be able to write something down on paper and then see other people, uh, you know, perform the characters that, that you have in your mind. Um, was uh, really exciting for me. So I, I kind of took a backseat on that for a while though, and, and got caught up in sports and didn't, uh, didn't want to be the funny guy. I wanted to be Joe Montana. So, uh, how good then, were you uh, eventually it caught up with me. How good were the, were you in sports? Uh, I was, I was good enough. Uh, I went to New Mexico military Institute, uh, in Roswell, New Mexico. They gave me a scholarship. The only school that gave me a scholarship. Um, I played quarterback and, and safety. Uh, I was I was good enough for for at least a, a game. I sent him one tape, and it was like the first game I ever played in, and I you know I did pretty well, and that was good enough. I don't know the, a lot of prayer and stars aligned, and uh, I lucked out. Did you major in uh, what? Did you major in college? Uh, political science, actually. Mm. So that's got to feel great. Yeah, I uh, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was saying political science. It's got to feel great to go to college with the challenges you had growing up to get there. Like these yeah, you know, and actually the first day of college was on my birthday. And um, I was actually, I was a 20-year-old freshman. 
and because uh, I didn't get I didn't get recruited. I got hurt my senior year, and, and then I, um, you know, took some time off, and, and I wanted to just see if I could give it one more shot. And I worked out every day. I uh, worked at a steakhouse, and uh, so that helped with the protein intake. And um, then eventually, my mom was like, "Are you going to do anything about this?" So I called up a um, community college in Kansas and left a voicemail and it was essentially, you know, my name, uh, I've done these things. I just need five minutes of your time, you know, to show you what I can do. And, um, then the guy called, called me back and said, uh, well, we've already recruited a lot of quarterbacks and, uh, but, uh, I'll see what I can do. And I was waiting tables at the steakhouse and, um, my mom called and said, a coach from New Mexico called and, you know, really, gave my life a 180 in a positive direction. Absolutely. So after you finished up school in the Max, New Mexico, is that when you decided to act? Um, goodness. So, uh, my mom was pretty sick. And so once, uh, once I finished the first year at, at NIMI, New Mexico military Institute, um, I moved back to, to stay with her and she, you know, subsequently passed away. And so, I just, you know, I, I would just wanted to get on stage and I wanted to perform and I didn't know how to get into acting. And so I just uh, saved up money and uh, moved to California and started doing stand up out there. And um, then my fiance at the time got pregnant and she was from Texas. So kind of cut that short a little bit, moved to Texas, but the film incentives in Texas had been granted. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to get an agent based off my standup and then uh, get some credits under my belt um, with the TV show shooting there. Wow. Okay. So first, so you did some of those opportunities. What would you consider your biggest break in acting? Um, <clears throat> goodness. You know, I mean, I guess it's probably, um, it would have to be, I auditioned for a film and uh, we were planning to shoot it. And then I booked the show Longmire. Okay. And, I, and then I, um, while I was shooting Longmire, I met a good friend, uh, Rich Henrich, um, that had kind of become a great advocate for me and uh, believed in me and um, basically got me an agent in New Mexico and, um, you know, then I was just building relationships and, um, just, you know, enough people that believe in you and kind of throw your name around, you create a network. And, uh, so it's kind of kept me working, uh, based off of, you know, just kind of showing up, doing the work, being a, you know, being a good guy, don't complain, you know, that'll narrow, narrow the field a little bit. And so you've worked a bunch of different projects and, uh, so you say the break is just basically get becoming a working actor because that's hard, right? It's not the easiest thing. Yeah, no, it is. And you need advocates. You need people that uh, say, you know, Hey, check this guy out. You know, you got a couple minutes or something, you know, kind of in the casting room. Um, I've got great casting directors out here um, that, you know, you know, try to pitch me and, and, and show me. And there's so many people that audition, you know, there's hundreds for a role a lot of times. And, you know, how do you, 
you, and then you got to think about being in the director's seat and the producer's seat, you know, how many videos are you going to watch? So you need some people that believe it and say, you know, kind of boost you up the, the top 10 list to the videos to watch. And um, so, you know, it is an ultimate team sport. It takes a village. Um, you know, I, when I was working on the film and not to get ahead, but I, when I was working on Cyprus, yeah. uh, I booked the movie army of the dead. Yeah. Okay. And my, and you know, there's a 10 hour time difference. So I wasn't getting the calls from army of the dead. I didn't even know I booked it. Um, I'm on the other side of the world and they're like, well, I guess, I guess he doesn't want it. And so my agent, you know, went to bat for me, the casting director, uh, went to bat for me. And, uh, cause I was completely oblivious to it all because wow. the time, time difference. And so they really saved me on that. And that turned out to be probably, um, one of the greatest experiences, you know, it, it was supposed to be like a seven day shoot turned into four weeks. So wow. it was an incredible experience. So let's go into and Cyprus, the team in Cyprus too. Yeah. The team in Cyprus, you know, helped push some of my work up cause I was supposed to be there for three weeks. And they were like, because I had to get out to LA and they were just supported me and uh, that's great. Helped me knock out my stuff. So let's talk about SOS survive or sacrifice. Tell us your character. Okay. So I play Andreas. He's a, he's an American, Uh, you know, the, there wasn't a a backstory given to me, um, but he's obviously in Cyprus and he's, his name's Andreas, so perhaps he has some Greek, you know, history or family that brought him there. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, I try to give him some more layers, but he's, he's really just, uh, you know, wants the pretty girl and, you know, wants the pretty car. And, um, and so I wanted to find a way to make him endearing in some way. Because on paper, he wasn't particularly endearing. Um, and so how do I make this guy vulnerable um, and uh, connect and relatable in some way? And that was an interesting challenge because I'm a family man and I don't live that life, you know, the club life and right. all that. Um, and so in the beginning of the film, you you know, that's where the other characters kind of meet um, in a club, you know, and he's like, hey. I, uh, you know, I got a hot air balloon. If you want to check that out, you know, I guess he didn't have a whole lot of, uh, good lines in his back pocket. So that's what he uses. And, uh, we and set off from there. You know, I understand the film. You can't say much about it because it would spoil it. Right. Isn't that correct? The, uh, some of the storyline, but yeah. Of- yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, a lot of it is, is kind of, you know, there's been some, some great kind of, um, uh, uh, well, you know, the film is, it's an adventure, you know, piece, obviously then, uh, but really what, what, it, what drew me to it was the fact that, you know, it's a unique setting for conflict, right? you know, a hot air balloon. So hopefully that doesn't give too much away. No, not at all. So, uh, so I'm good on are, hot air you, are, are you fear, fearful of heights, especially doing the hot air balloon? Are you fearful of heights? <laughs> yeah so you have to ask yourself okay i'm afraid of heights but my character obviously isn't so how do i yeah, but you saw a little you had to do some you great know, acting then man 
<laughs> you get you book a gig, one of you a very a, you know, you big, big movie. You book a movie, and it's a big opportunity for you. And then they put you in a movie where you're afraid of heights. Go figure, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a I had a similar situation uh, with actually Longmire as well. Where they asked my agent, um, "How does he feel about heights?" Because my guy was an oil rigger. And so it like, you know, worked on oil rigs and, um, uh, and so of course I'm going to say, I don't have a problem, you know, what am I going to, you know, say no. (laughs) And, uh, luckily they, they realized how dangerous it was and I didn't have to do it, but we're pulling up in the van. I'm telling you, man, and I'm seeing it because I'd never seen anything like that. And I was like, okay, here we go. You know, like (laughs) (laughs) overcome it, you know, exactly. Overcome. Yeah. All right. So I, uh, so basically SOS sacri- sac- survive or sacrifice. We know by the title, it's going to be pretty uh, crazy after the hot air and we'll have to wait and see, but people can pick that up. Uh, what, when is it available and stuff? The movie, when is it coming out? Uh, yeah, I think it came out today. Um, at least in the States. And I think, uh, in like Europe and, um, well, the Eastern Hemisphere went, uh, was yesterday, I believe. Uh, so it's on video on demand, Amazon, all the stuff. Um, because so of your role, how excited are you to get your friends and family and people to see the film? It's got to make you excited for one of the lead roles. Yeah, right? you know, well, I'm always, I'm always nervous about that, you know, um, because uh, it's just, it's a, such a vulnerable art form. So, you know, uh, and when when you when you do it, uh, you can really try to be as much in the moment, you know, and present, and and you forget kind of what you did. So uh, it's I always like to kind of see it first before I share okay. it. Okay, so, so I can, have you I seen know. it yet? Have you seen the film yet? I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. I have. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Well, people. So definitely. I'm excited. Number one, it's it's. I play a lot of bad guys and things, and uh, so my daughter can see this. So that's exciting. That's good. All right. So let's go to really quickly Army of the Dead. What's your character in Army of the Dead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play Corporal Bissell. That's about all I can say. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I to work alongside um, you know Zack Snyder for four weeks, I guess it was, was absolutely uh, surreal. And, um, he's just such an easy going guy and, uh, a lot of fun to work with and, you know, let you do your thing. Um, and he also shot it too. him and, uh, John, uh, were the cinematographers on that. And, um, but, uh, you know, we had such a short, um, uh, timeframe for the stuff that my character did. And so it was kind of high stress and, you know, you got to knock, you know, it was like, it was like fourth quarter, you know, two minutes left. And, uh, but he didn't make you feel like that. I mean, for me, I was like, okay, I got to hit all my stuff, you know? Um, And uh, so it was a great experience uh, to work with, with everyone on that. And then also, you know, just the height and level of, of of that production was incredible. 2021 it's coming out in Netflix, right? That's what I think it said I saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all yeah, came no, um, 21, right? 
we all are counting down the days of 2020. Oh my goodness! And say goodbye to 2020. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. It, it has been tough. You know, I I moved to New Mexico. Um, you know, I shot in, uh, Army of the Dead in New Mexico, and um, based off of that, I was able to move to New Mexico because there's so much happening here. And, and then the pandemic hit. You know, it was kind of. I was kind of rolling on all cylinders and it was really nice. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh wow. Okay. I've got to, what else do I do with my time other than acting? Let's see. So it was uh, an interesting, so I've been picking up like, you know, uh, you know, editing things, just, you know, pick up some new skill sets and stuff, you know, that's what uh, I've been to stay. And I think it was the perfect timing. I was looking to grow my business bigger and expand. And then at this time of the year, I finally decided. So 2020, I would say, I don't say goodbye. I just missed the socialization of 2020, but it's been a pretty good year for me in certain ways and a pretty bad year for me in other ways. So I guess that's like every year, yeah. except we can complain for a lot of people who are suffering in 2020, especially. And I think the changes, our lives have changed so much in 2020. Uh, and the way we interact, I watch movies, I watch TV. I watched myself on Facebook when I was in New York City in front of with all these people around me. Will that ever happen again? Where I was on Facebook Live, it was it popped up today, and I'm like, Will this ever happen again? Will I ever do a Facebook Live and everyone will be around me like this, like in New York City? That's what I wish for at one point in time. Yeah. I miss that human interaction, the conversations. They don't happen in masks. Trust me. I don't talk to the store clerks anymore. I, I feel weird every day in a mask. I'm not saying an anti-mask, but just having a conversation, a mask yeah. is like having a conversation in a Halloween mask where you really can't see the person's expressions. So it's too bad. The Zoom has become the store conversation. So that's why I'm glad I've, I expanded to doing more yeah, TV no, and doing more video because it's a great, great way to connect. All right. Anywhere we can follow you, Zach. We all know about, again, SOS, Survive or Sacrifice is available now. And well, you know, also, I, uh, yeah, I probably should do a better job with the. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to say sorry. Something. We got caught up. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not good with the social media thing. Speaking of 2020, you know, it's uh, uh, obviously less to post unless, you know, uh, let's work on our before and after pictures. But, um, uh, uh, no, I'm on Instagram. It's, you know, Z-A-C-H underscore H underscore Rose. And then Facebook, um, uh, is Rose Zach. So I have my last name first. Um, that's about it. I could be better at it, you know? Um, that's a but, big uh, thing that's what I got going on. Casts, you know, I just, when they look now, they look at your following too, to see if you can bring more of a following. Oh, to, I know. Yeah. So it's just to go, go ahead and your talent, do it and say, okay, for the rest of 2020, I'm going to to do something that makes me different as an actor out there. And I recommend that for you. So I hope you do it. Yeah, yeah. no, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I probably should at least be a, now I can see that it's a creative outlet and I do appreciate what other people are doing on it. But, uh, Connecting with fans. Yeah. I mean, what else do I got? Films, right? <laughs> that kind of stuff, seeing in Facebook, whatever stuff you've been part of. Good way to connect in those groups and have conversations and say, hey, maybe you should check out my stuff. So like I've seen some of the stuff you're in, a lot of big stuff that have a huge following in Facebook yeah. and different places. Maybe that's you join those groups and say, hey, I was part of Longmire at one point. And I was part of this. And then they want to have conversations. Tell me about this person. And then they become a follower of yours. Never know. Just a little tip for you, Zach, to end the day. But I appreciate you coming by.
I studied political science. Might as well continue running for, for office, right? Oh, Zach, we could talk about politics, but not on this show. But I take take care, man. I appreciate you coming back. <laughs> All right, man. All right, best to you, man. All right, take care. Thank All right. you. Thank All you, right, time. All right, that was the Neil Haley Show. Take care, guys.